Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. This week, it's a happy, happy show. We are talking about happy hibiscus tea. What makes this tea so happy? Oh, wow. Any number of reasons. It's the tea that most people would associate with having some zing. We're in the third part about our series on red teas. We started off talking about rubus two weeks ago, and last week we talked about honeybush. And now we're talking about hibiscus. And hibiscus is used in a very famous tea called red zinger. It's made by Celestial Seasonings, and I believe that name is trademarked. And it happens to have that cranberry red fullness, bright, little tart, little fruity zing it does have. What else makes this tea particularly zingy? Well, you can mix it with spirit. You know what I'm talking about. You can mix it with alcohol, and it happens to go beautifully with it. So this week's show is all about that. In honor of that, producer Terry has brought us some of her friend's famous sorrel. In fact, we're drinking a little bit of it now, yeah? Cheers, everyone. <laughs> Indeed. How did you come about this sorrel? Uh, a good friend of mine named Drew, his family is from Jamaica, and apparently they make this around Christmas time. Drew is very tight-lipped with the recipe. He won't turn loose with what exactly is in it. I know it's based with hibiscus tea. I know it has rum, and I know it has some port wine. Outside of that, I really don't know, other than it's awesome and I love it. And it, it it's definitely good. I've got some right now. We are going to talk about hibiscus in detail, where it comes from, its origins, and what it is, its health benefits, how you can make it, and as we were trying to discover Drew's secret recipe, we found another recipe for using hibiscus tea and some tequila, so you will definitely want to stay around for that. Hibiscus tea is originally from the south of China. That's where it really starts. In fact, it's called Rosa Sinensis, Rose of China. And it has been documented and probably commercially grown or at least cultivated since around the 13th century. Now, that's a long time. I think it's interesting that hibiscus comes from China, just like much of our regular Camellia sinensis does. But it's obviously totally different. Bright red flowers, amazing, amazing beauty. The great thing about hibiscus, though, is that it grows well in a lot of other places. A lot of places have a lot of heat and tropical climate. You can grow it here also in Tucson, Arizona. We have hibiscus plants here. But the hibiscus was moved from that south of China into India, then into the Pacific Islands. It's very common in Hawaii. In fact, it happens to be the state flower in Hawaii. We kind of look at hibiscus as being a sexy flower, a, a sexy kind of tea. In Hawaii, it is actually used in the garlands, and it's also an indication of one's marital status. If you happen to have a single flower tucked behind your ear in Hawaii, that means you are available for marriage, which is a kind of a cool thing when you're walking around in Hawaii. I'm not sure how, how many, much of that I saw when I did go to Hawaii, but now that I know, I think I'll be on the lookout a little bit more so than I was before. You can find it in many other parts of the world also. Much of the hibiscus that we get, that we use for tea, is not only from China, but also from Africa, and it's grown quite widely there. 
the Hindu religion believes that hibiscus should be used as an offering to the goddess Kali and the god Ganesha. They use the plant there for hair care as a way of uh, using the protective oils for your scalp, for dandruff, even for hair loss. Maybe we should make you some. Yes, yeah, stop. Nice. That's not fair. That's that's cold. That's cold. Just because I've got a little bald spot does not mean I'm going to put hibiscus flower. <laughs> Maybe I will. Maybe I will. I'm not sure. Like I said, hibiscus is available all over the world. And so many people use it to make tea with everywhere. It's really amazing. We are going to talk about all of the ways that you can use hibiscus tea in lots of different recipes, how it's used around the world, and how you can make it at home. And then in our final segment, we are going to have a wonderful recipe for using hibiscus tea with tequila. So you'll want to stay with us for that. Stick around. We'll be right back here on Steeping Around. My name is Roxanne and I am with the Maya Tea Company. Now Manish and the guys know an awful lot about tea and they have put together some incredible blends. But let's face it, sometimes they still need a woman's touch. I have a special gift for aesthetics and have put the finishing touches on most of the tea blends that we make in-house. But I've also created my own blends from scratch. One of my own tea blends has become the number one seller for the Maya Tea Company, the Pomegranate Mojito Green Tea. Pomegranate Mojito mimics one of my favorite bar drinks with fresh green tea, peppermint, lime, and pomegranate. And don't worry, if you're missing that extra kick, this tea tastes incredible with an added ounce of tequila or rum. Don't be afraid to spice up your teas. That's what I do. You can find my Pomegranate Mojito tea as well as recipes and many tea cocktail ideas at www.mayatea.com. You can save 15% on any of your tea selection, particularly the Pomegranate Mojito. Our coupon code is STEEP. Cheers! Or as we say here in the Southwest, Salute! We're back here at Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. This week, we are talking about all things happy hibiscus. Hibiscus is the third in our series on red herbal teas. We started off talking about rubus two weeks ago, and last week we talked about honeybush. But hibiscus is really different than the other two. The thing about rubus and honeybush is that they're grown in very small, specific regions of South Africa. Hibiscus, on the other hand, is available all over the world. Now, it started off in China, but it has expanded and is consumed in many different varieties depending upon where you go. In India, they use it to make tea with. They apparently also use it for dandruff and for hair loss or to regain growing hair. I don't know if I'll do it, but I will have no more jokes about my thinning follicles. I will keep it to myself, sir. Yeah, okay, man. <laughs> rough show you can also get it all over north africa hibiscus particularly likes the warm climates so all over north africa they have hibiscus tea now the cool thing is they serve it in a way that they do regular tea also they serve green tea all over north africa they tend to have it with a lot of sugar 
they do the same thing with hibiscus. On the western regions of Africa, where mint is more prominent, they put a little mint in their regular tea, they put a little mint in their hibiscus tea. They do the same thing with ginger. So a lot of the things that they do with their regular green tea, they also do when they make hibiscus tea as well. You can find hibiscus all over Mexico where they make Jamaica out of it. You can find it in North America here in Arizona and many of the hot warm regions of the United States. Although we don't tend to use it for that, we use it more for decorations and they're beautiful flowers. In the Caribbean, they make hibiscus tea and they even make sorrel out of it and we are enjoying a little sip maybe more of a cup, I should say, of sorrel that uh, Terry brought in from her friend Drew. The reason hibiscus is popular all over the world is it has some great health benefits. People have really enjoyed drinking it for its flavor, but hibiscus is good for you too. Just like all herbal teas, hibiscus has no caffeine. Caffeine-free, naturally so. It is one of the most benign teas that you can find. It's very easy to give to your children. It tastes great, has that zinger kind of cranberry flavor a little tart it sweetens well so children really can drink this tea and it is very safe to do so additionally it also has a little vitamin C and so it is good for helping you when you are not feeling well perhaps when you have a cold it is known to help as a diuretic also helps lower fever there are also some studies showing that you can help reduce high blood pressure if you have type 2 diabetes by drinking hibiscus tea. That study was uh, published in the Journal of Human Hypertension. And so hibiscus tea as its very basis form is actually quite good for you. And again, it's very benign, so there's very little damage it can do. In fact, it's very pleasant. And you will see that many cultures not only drink it as a tea, but they've also converted it into a spirit. We talked about sorrel, drank in the Caribbean, which is hibiscus tea with a little rum, sometimes some fruit, turned into kind of a wine. It's a rum punch. A rum punch. Well, and I thought in honor of you going to Mexico next week, which Manish will tell you all about here shortly, I, I found a really good hibiscus and tequila cocktail that we would love for you to try. And we would also love to try it ourselves, actually. Yeah, so please do stay with us because we're going to get to that recipe. We'll be right back here on Steeping Around. Hi, this is Sarah with the Maya Tea Company. If you've been steeping around with Manish Shah, you've likely heard me on random radio commercials. Although I'm sure I could have had you fooled. No, I'm not a professional radio presence. Actually, I work alongside your host, Manish, during the Monday to Friday 9 to 5, pushing paper and paying bills. And like most of us 9 to 5ers, I require a daily dose of caffeine. Luckily for me, working in the tea business, there's no shortage of caffeinated teas to choose from. But I generally stick to my two favorites, yerba mate and puer tea. Yerba mate is strong and grassy, while puer is earthy and robust. When it comes to flavor, these teas couldn't be any more different. But I can depend on both of these to keep me on the edge of my seat, which is really a necessity when you work with a guy like Manish. You can find these wonderful teas, yerba mate and puer, on our website available for sale, but that's not all. Check out the blog section of mayatea.com for a blog written specifically on each of them by yours truly. You'll find a variety of other blogs there as well. That's right, Maya Tea Company isn't just about selling great tea, it's all about education and community. 
So if you like what you've heard on Steeping Around, you're sure to love what you're going to find on MayaT.com. And if you type the word steep into the coupon code, you can save 15%. Cheers! Welcome back to Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Particularly this week, we are talking about happy hibiscus. Lots of things make me happy. I'm a pretty happy person. Making hibiscus tea is something that makes me happy. Receiving your email and feedback about the show, that's happy too. If you'd like to send me an email, maybe a question or a comment, you can do so at my email address. That is steep at mayatea.com. That is S-T-E-E-P at mayatea.com. If you're a fan of the show, you can also fan us on Facebook. We have Facebook sites for both Steeping Around as well as the Maya Tea Company. And as always, you can visit our website at www.mayatea.com. What else makes me happy? Well, I'm going to Mexico at the end of this week. I'm going to spend the weekend with five friends. Last year, we went 12 of us for my 40th birthday. This year, there's only six. We, we do go a couple times a year down to this amazing beach house, and myself and five or six guys, or as many as 12 of you have seen, go down and just spend the weekend to unwind. One of the things that's always on the menu, tequila. And this week, as Terry was trying to search for Drew's mysterious recipe for making sorrel, she came across this dynamite recipe on using hibiscus with tequila. It was quite a find to find this recipe, yeah? Yeah, in honor of you guys going to Mexico, and I really hope you make this while you're down there because it sounds awesome. I think we will. I've had a version of this uh, before, and um, I believe this is even better. I think we will try to make it and see what it tastes like. The recipe could not be simpler for you and someone to enjoy. I think if you enjoyed it by yourself, you would be really, really happy. But sharing it with somebody is always nice. You're going to need two and a half cups of water and about half a cup of dried hibiscus flowers. Hibiscus flowers are not hard to find. You can find them anywhere. And what you're going to want to do is take those two and a half cups of water and bring them to a boil, a good, strong rolling boil. And then go ahead and shut the heat off and put in that half a cup of dried hibiscus flowers. And let it steep for a little while, 10 to 15 minutes. Really get that flavor out. It's going to go a brilliant, deep red color. Gorgeous, gorgeous. It's wonderful. And then you can add about three tablespoons of sugar and allow that to melt down. Now, some people might use a little less than three tablespoons, but I happen to like that sugariness. It really is great with some of the other ingredients that we're going to add here shortly. When you're done, in about 15 or 20 minutes, go ahead and strain that mixture once the sugar is melted down and put it in the refrigerator. You'll want it to chill for at least a couple of hours and get that temperature down. When you're ready to have your cocktail, take two big glasses. This will make like two 12-ounce drinks, so you're going to want to have the room for ice. So put half a cup of tequila in the pitcher. Now that's four shots, so two shots each if you're splitting it. Half a cup of tequila, a quarter cup of fresh lime juice, and go ahead and mix all that up and divide it up amongst two glasses. And then put a couple of dashes of your favorite hot sauce. I am partial to spicy food. I like habanero hot sauce without a lot of vinegar in it. And, 
Oh my gosh, this is fantastic. Hibiscus tea is called Jamaica in Mexico, and you can get this drink, Jamaica, in Mexico with a little tequila added. And I think rather than try to get it in Mexico, we're going to make it on this upcoming weekend. It's going to be a blast. Next week, we are going to continue our series on the red herbals. We covered rubus. We covered honeybush last week. This week, we talked about hibiscus. And finally, we're going to talk rose hips. High in vitamin C, very healthy for you. I know I had some during this uh, little prolonged cold that I've been sort of nursing along. I think you'll enjoy the show. You're going to find it to be very informative about all of the great health properties that Rose Hips has to offer. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. Thank you very much for listening. Try that recipe. Let me know what you think. Thank you very much, Terry, for joining the show, as always, for being here. Thank you, Manish. It's always a pleasure. We want to close out the show a little differently than we do most weeks. We have a little song by Andy Iona. He is a Hawaiian singer. This is an old song called Pretty Red Hibiscus. We're going to let it run a little long, so if you want to stay, you can do that. It's a cute old song. We thought in honor of our little hibiscus flower here, we would put that song in instead. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Your aspect.